Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you are meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turville. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. Christy Sullivan is a human design and self-care expert on a mission to help busy women stop overworking and start overflowing. So yay. Hey, Christy, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm so excited. I love when I have uh, fellow human design people on the podcast, because then we all know, you know, what we're talking about. Tell, (laughs) Like, first of all, how do you, how do you and I know each other from your perspective? Oh, I would say we our worlds, our paths crossed this past year, probably virtually on Zoom, right? We have never met in person. And someone I think referred me to you or you to me because of the human design commonality. But then Mm -hmm. I remember we also crossed paths on a conference. We were like in a live conference together recently. And so I just feel like sometimes my network over here and your network over there, we end up kind of crisscrossing. And I love that about the current state that we're in, this global sort of way of connecting virtually. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember you're writing a book. I know we'll talk about that, but I think you're some, one of my fellow mastermind sisters from a different place told me about this book you're writing and it's in regards to human design, right? So Yes, I went on a call about that to feel into me and my feelings. I got to feel into it and respond to it and see if it's the right place. And at the moment, it didn't feel right for me. But that's, I think, where, first of all, I met you there. And it was, I think we connected because of our four, our line four too. Definitely. (laughs) Oh, yay, more fours. And then we saw each other at the conference. And Yes. yes, it was an online conference and Darla's conference. And Yeah, I think that's sometimes a sign. Like if you start seeing people in multiple places, it's like, oh, what's that about? (laughs) Is there some kind of connection? There's a reason that we keep connecting. What is that? I don't know. But yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And then I Mm -hmm. saw you had a podcast and being a four, I wanted to know more about that. (laughs) And so here we are. Yeah, here we are. So I want to talk today. I hope that like, so human design stuff is so fun to talk about. So maybe that'll come in. But what I know, what I've heard you say about your work is it's something with self-care and you're a yoga teacher, right? Also, yes. And so there's self-care and yoga, but then you bring in human design and like, what is, so what are you doing now? I'm just curious how you got to where you are. Well, I'm glad you brought up yoga. I feel like yoga was a pivotal point, I think in my journey. Um, and that was already 20 years ago that I Mm -hmm. discovered yoga. I thought it was, I am not an early adopter. So I thought like, (laughs) Oh, doesn't everyone know about this, but they didn't at the time. I just love the idea of the mind, body, spiritual connection that yoga had opened me up to. And I eventually started teaching yoga, sharing it. I love learning and teaching others. And fast forward about 20 years later, actually maybe 15, I discovered human design and the same kind of thing happened where I'm like, there must be a lot of people doing this. And then there's also people who don't know what it is and I'd love to learn it and share it. So that's really what I've been doing is opening up this next 
place in my path of understanding more about the energy body, which human design helps you understand. And I am here to um, learn more about it, experiment with it and share it. And yeah, I think bringing the two together because yoga is about the chakras and that's Mm. what you see also in, in human design. So it was a very natural kind of fit for the two for me. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember, were you like in a corporate world before this? Yes. Like what, what made you quit and go to, I feel like you quit. (laughs) You quit your corporate job. <laughs> I'm curious. Well, interestingly, I actually have a also 20 year career mm. and longer in marketing. And mm. uh, the year that I discovered yoga, I got married. So my name shifted. And I also had started this marketing position where um, I spent many years. And um, while I was doing that in parallel, I was developing this other spiritual path of mine with yoga and then branching off of that into my own like spiritual journey. And um, I just knew at some point that I would be doing more of the spiritual energy stuff at some point. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what it looked like. I always had a passion for health and wellness as well. So beyond yoga, I was also learning other ways to keep healthy and improve wellness, not only in the mind and the body, but eventually the spirit. And then Around the time of COVID, um, I had the opportunity to step away from my position. Um, It was as if the universe said, you're ready, so let's move on. And I started to really experiment with actually human design and just seeing what opportunities as a generator, Mm -hmm. waiting for opportunities is really an important strategy. So I started to do that. I started to notice what opportunities are around, what feels good, what do I want to say yes to? And that eventually turned into what I'm doing now, which is helping people understand human design, um, helping them with self-care, supporting especially busy women with understanding their energy blueprint, how self-care can support that, and then just bringing together community and collaboration because I'm a four-six. Awesome. Yeah. So you, you didn't feel inspired maybe as a generator by, or it wasn't lighting you up anymore. Like your job was, it wasn't really fulfilling something or what was happening. That's a great point. When I started, I was, it was, it was a position and a path that really lit me up. And um, meanwhile, I said, I was also doing wellness on the side. And then I think things just started to shift. And um, as much as I kind of held both worlds together, mm-hmm. eventually I knew that I was meant for something different. But um, as a four six generator, it really was in my design now that I look back to wait for the next right opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that happened last mm-hmm. year. Um, and it happened yeah. when we all went virtual. So I yeah. was able to like quickly pivot. And instead of building a, a concrete business or one in person, I really went virtual. And um, so I, I made that switch, so to speak, or step more fully. And I almost call it like my next you know, part of the journey, which was really to leave this corporate position, nonprofit, and take all that I had learned from that, especially around the idea of this is how we've learned to work in that setting and now shift it to how do we work differently in human design? Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea that we're not all meant to work 
a nine to five or eight to five, whatever it is, job, 40 hours or 60 hours a week. In fact, I wonder if any of us is really cut out for that. But anyways, (laughs) I agree a thousand percent. Exactly. It just feels, I mean, now that I've been in the space of personal development and human design and, and all the things for a while, like I've been a coach since 2017, quit my job in 2016. So now it's been a while. Right. And when I've been in this, I've just been like, it does, it doesn't feel good to me to even think about anybody driving off to an office for a full week of like, I don't know. I'm sure there's some people that enjoy that, but I, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I feel like there's a different world coming or a different way to work. And I feel like that's what 2020 was about. Yes. Right. It was about like, Hey, let me show you that you don't have to go to an office to work. You could actually work from home. I mean, not that all of us, not that it's, I I have to say this, there's goods and bads about working from home (laughs) because my husband came to work from home last, well, not last, was it not this past March, the March before, right? So he's been working from home since March of 2020 and both of us at home in the same space day in, day out. Whoa. (laughs) Like, it's like, we need some separation sometimes, you know, like yes. I need my alone time. I'm a one four and I definitely feel the need for alone time. And um, also I have the gate 40, which is about aloneness. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like I need this alone time to regenerate and create. Right. And there's sometimes not enough of that when you have people at home all the time. So there's a different way to work and there needs to be boundaries. Around our space. Yeah. You need a do not disturb sign on your door. Like I have. Yeah. And I will say when you were like, you know, driving away, seeing people drive away, what brought to mind for me was our pets. I don't know if you have pets, but I have a I cat do. and I think my cat is sort of like, why are you leaving? No, no, oh. stay here. And think about how we've like in this last year, um, that's come to mind there were yeah. this idea that if we've been home with our pets, what's going to happen in their separation anxiety when we leave, they're letting us yeah. know we may yeah. need to be home a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I mean, and like being home all the time just gave me so much like need for community again. Like I have a four also, both of us have a four in our profile. Right. And it's like, no, I actually like to be with people in person. Like all the online stuff is great. And I also need the actual in-person connection sometimes. Right. It's just, I'm missing that right now. Um, Yeah. And, and I get that. And I will also say that for me as an extrovert being online, I was expecting even a stronger missing of that in person. Mm. But I feel like maybe it's because again, I'm in alignment with the right Mm. groups that light me up, that light up my energy that I don't feel, um, I feel like I'm so connected to some of these women that I've been networking with, um, even though it's not been in person. Yeah. And we can create amazing connection online. And again, I love to see the people in person. I'm like, oh, I still want to see them in person. So yeah, I'm I'm just like waiting for the normal things to come like the quote normal things. I know some people have loved this cocooning time. And yeah. they're like, oh, I don't even want to go back to a normal thing. I don't know if we'll ever really go back to totally whatever. I think it's a new. Not what it was. No. Yeah. We're going yeah. back to a new place now, but I still feel like, especially retreats, in-person retreats for me, I love hosting in-person retreats. I like going to in-person retreats and yeah. I feel like people will still be craving that. Like that is, yeah. a, you know, 
a sanctuary away from your home, you know, yeah, away from I your actually, normal life. I actually signed up for a retreat in October. And what's amazing is I'm going to meet a bunch of women that I only have known through Zoom. Yeah. Um, some of the authors in a community that I've gotten to know. So I can't wait. It's like I exciting. It's such a something to look forward to yes. because it's like touching and feeling, oh my gosh, you're really real. <laughs> I know it is so fun. I've done that. Yeah. I always love meeting people and, and there's been just no in-person events for a while. So it's yeah. been really tough, but I'm all for going in person, you know, to conferences, yeah. events, all of that. I'm like, oh, I just want to do that again. So yeah, perfect. Um, So what are you, I'm curious how you use human design, like what are some things you can tell us about how self-care and human design work together? Yes. And, and I'll talk a little bit more about my journey to explain that because a few years ago when I discovered human design, um, it was through a mentor and a a coaching program she had. Um, She taught us the basis of human design and uh, what it meant, but we also really spent time trying to understand how to get out of our head. And mm-hmm. that means go in, not only into the body, but what sort of self-care for the body that you need so that you could also access that inner wisdom that in human design, we talk about the wisdom centers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so um, that was, that was one thing that was important in my journey, but also in those few years, I was also experiencing some crises in my family and my marriage, and then eventually my job. And I knew that self-care and doing not only like the health and wellness body and mind, but also the spiritual self-care was really something I just needed to do. I needed to do to get through whatever those crises were or whatever those challenges to just keep myself moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so I also knew that that was a way of aligning my energy If I needed more being in nature, going for walks, if I needed some healing modalities like tapping or ancestral clearing, which I've done things that just helped align my energy, then that was important to my human design, the design that I have as generator to make sure that I was in a sense, keeping my inner self healthy. So that's how I sort of married the two because of that experience. And I knew that um, self-care during those, those few years um, that were difficult. I, I needed, I needed to keep doing that. It's like putting on the oxygen mask, right? Mm -hmm. Before you help others, you can only help yourself. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Yes. for sure. So you use human design as kind of like, what type are you, or is it about the centers? Like, what is the, I was just curious, like, what's the structure of how do you determine for someone what self-care or am I thinking too logically me and my formulaic mind (laughs) (laughs) with gate 11 of all the ideas. I'm like, what is it about? And and my curiosity, I'm sorry. It's a good question. And I think we, we naturally (gasps) want some sort of formula, right? Like, okay, if you know that you're this type, then what kind of self-care do you do? Yeah. But I think what I do a little bit differently is to take out that structure because I still think that a person's self-care, just like their design. Okay. So you may be a generator. I may be a generator. You're a manifesting Mm -hmm. generator, but we still have inner wiring that makes us unique to other generators or manifesting generators. Mm -hmm. So the same with self-care that even if, um, 
we share a similar type in human design, you still might need different self-care. And that's related to what kind of conditioning do you have? What kind of operating circuitry, like the channels and gates do you have? And so what I usually do is take people through a process where they create a personalized self-care plan. And it starts with getting into the body, into your inner wisdom, finding out what intention do you need to set? What do you need right now? Also in the timing of your life. And then what self-care supports that? So for example, if you're um, really feeling like self-love is an area that you want to expand and really cultivate, then what self-care creates that self-love? Is it more community? Is it maybe gratitude, connecting to nature, um, volunteering? It could be many different things. And self-care isn't just that health and wellness, Mm -hmm. eating well and exercising. So it's really around what are the things for yourself that help support you. And and that's, that's how I tie the two together. So it's not so much a formula for your type, but for what you need. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's feeding your energy, like what feeds your energy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. What what I heard you say, even though you didn't say it that way. Yeah. And and I think we often say the phrase, what lights you up, Mm -hmm. right? Because, um, what if you're doing self-care if you have let's say a day for yourself and that just helps you get grounded and aligns you and lights you up then naturally that's helping your design mm-hmm. for you to align in the in the true self versus yeah. the not self yeah it helps you get in alignment with your gifts and your talents and yeah it helps take care of all those things <laughs> and it helps yeah. you get out of the mind which mm-hmm. we know in human designs really Uh, helpful to all of our strategies. And it also helps that conditioning of, for us to understand ourselves better, especially I heard recently generators really need to understand themselves. And so if you do the type of self-care, the inner work where you understand what's my programming, what was I taught? Does that work for me? Question those things Mm -hmm. so that you then become your true self even more and more. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's human design is such an amazing tool for figuring like figuring I I don't want to use the phrase figuring it out because we go against figuring it out in human design. That's not what we're about. We're not about having to figure it out. But it's about um, really seeing yourself for who you truly are and really accepting it. Right. And just yes. like this permission slip to be you. I yes. love that phrase. Like you get to be you. And sometimes when we're shown our design, we're like, oh, oh, we finally feel seen and heard. Like, oh, yes. somebody sees who we are. And it's like stuff we probably are hiding or or judging and thinking, well, that's wrong. I can't be like that. And then we we get shown our human design. We're like, oh, like this to- totally happened for me. <laughs> so did that happen for you? Did you have some of those experiences when you learned about your human design? Definitely. And I also heard this recently that, you know, I'm over 40 and a lot of the readings I do are for women over 40. And that mm-hmm. by the time you're that age, I guess you've gone through some Saturn returns or mm-hmm. however the planets are aligned. Yeah. So you've, you've received wisdom, you've gone through experiences, you've learned lessons. Mm-hmm. And so when you get a human design reading, you start to say, Yes, that is what I, it's like uh, validating. That Mm -hmm. is what I uncovered already about myself, or that's what I know about myself. Sometimes there's some ahas, but a lot of times for people who are doing already personal development, it helps validate what they do know. Yeah, for sure. And you're talking about like at the age of 28 ish, we have the 
Saturn return. And then towards, you know, the age of 40 ish, we've got the Uranus opposition. Yeah. Then we get to like 50 ish where I'm at. And we have the Chiron return. So it's like every single at these eight ends of decades, right? We get these lessons again. Something is going to come around to teach you something, right? And so I find that too. I have a lot of readings with people in their 40s and 50s and some in their 60s, right? So it's interesting how we also attract the stage we're at in our life. That's who's coming to us because we're like, oh, you're at that stage. I don't think we consciously know that, but it's so interesting how, how that happens. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's about, let's like, look at the lessons that these cycles are teaching us and how can you lean into that and use it right for your Mm -hmm. life? Like in a way that gives you wisdom and knowledge. That's what you're here. All of us are here for something. (laughs) So what are you here for? You know? what I love about you. Yeah. Yes. We're all here for different reasons too, uh, different incarnation cross, different life purposes, but Mm -hmm. we're also here to help others. And, um, so what we learn, we then pass on, um, and it's a great circle of life in a way. Yeah. And somewhere or another, all of us have a purpose through our type, through our personality profile. I mean, there's so many things to know, but, um, it's so, lovely to hear when you hear that, oh, I'm here to be a resource and a teacher because that's my line one. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm just going to lean totally into that then. Like, why not? Right. And you right, a line six, like you're here to be just like a um, role model, right? Yeah. The, the and role when, model. I, when I heard that um, for the first time, like, well, around age 50, you step <laughs> into your third phase. I was like, oh, I have something to look forward to. <laughs> You know, versus you know, like, oh, yeah. I'm 50. It's like, no, this is going to yes. be my next great journey. Yeah. And I, I feel like, so it's interesting because what I've heard about that is the line six, it's just more maybe exaggerated those phases. Although we all have this phase, like I just turned 50, I'm in the Chiron return, right? So I've yes. gone through this phase. So it's interesting. And line six, there's just a deeper meaning about role modeling and influencing yeah. at that stage, more of a being energy, right? More of a Buddha energy. I heard someone say that one time. Well, it's line six is more of a Buddha than a priesthood. Have you heard that? It's more of a Buddha energy, not a priesthood. So think of the difference between Buddha and like a priest, the priest standing up there and telling, kind of trying to tell people how they should. It's the Buddha is more like just being and living it. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a good analogy for line sixes. Yeah. I always think of that for sixes. I'm like, oh yeah. Beautiful. Can you just be, I like right? That. How can you be the exactly. role model? And then for show sure. us through your being. So, oh, so I love, so is there anything else you want to tell us about like what your program is now that you're doing? I know you're writing a book. We didn't even talk about that yet. So what's this book about? Let's talk about that before we wrap up. Yeah. And for sure things are evolving. So I feel like, um, I'm still at the early stage of this type of journey, uh, with human design and self-care. And I love just having conversations about it, meeting people to share it. And, uh, what I'm doing with the book is I was, um, fortunate to be in a couple of books last year as a co-author, um, in a collaborative book. So I had that opportunity to write a chapter in three different books and get 
experience of, of being in these book projects with other authors. And I wanted to do something similar this year under the umbrella of human design. Um, I haven't seen many books out there that tell the story of how human design really shifts things for people when they uncover that design. Uh, the title of the book is Stop Overworking and Start Overflowing mm-hmm. and is bringing together 25 authors to talk about their human design stories and shifts yeah. so that people who don't know what human design is can get it in a story form and also that they can um, then connect to to these practitioners who are also teaching human design because there's a lot of people out there to support this journey. It's, you know, you can get readings, um, you can get advice around parenting with human design or business, what you're doing, for example, Rebecca. So um, I want people to be able to find the authors and, and, and tap into what they're offering too. And it's coming out in October. So, Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So the date will be. Yeah. <laughs> so what, so if people want to find out more about your work, like your work with the self-care and human design and whatever else, where can they go? So easiest is probably my website, christyhsullivan.com. Okay. I also am pretty active on Facebook, starting to get more on Instagram. So I'm there too, but uh, Facebook, yeah. I have a group called Christy's Self-Care Tribe, and that's just a free group for people to get inspired to do their daily self-care and um, just that inner work. And um, that's where people can connect with me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on, Christy. It was totally fun. It was so fun. Thank you. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.